Hello footies and welcome to Foot in Review. We are the number one independent FC24 podcast bringing you two shows a week. We are available on all podcast platforms around the world, including now on Amazon Music and of course as a fully produced video show on YouTube and Spotify. And of course, if you can spare a few bucks and join our loyalty programs and get some free merchandise while at it, visit patreon.com slash footinreview or footinreview.com and join our super close community and get that invite to our Discord server with that. Today's episode is brought to you by Car Money, but more about them later. And on that note, let's shout out our Patreon Skybox owners. It's time to say a big thank you to Paul C, Amar L, Archim W, Mario A, Simon E, and of course, Peter M. Now let's get this show started. Good morning, footies, and welcome along to your latest, latest dose of EAFC Foot in Review. My name is Nathan. I'll be hosting you today. Our usual suspects, John and Dan, are unavailable. John's flat currently flying back on his wonderful trip to Scotland, um, and it's school holiday, so Dan is on daddy duties after his work. Um, first things first, I'll apologise. I'm having an absolute nightmare with the sort of technology side of things, so um, I've got a headset on. I don't even know if my headset's working, to be honest, but we will plug away uh, any uh, apologies for any sort of disruption or uh, drop in quality. And it's clear it's absolutely on me and nobody else. But that aside, I am delighted to welcome along a co-host that has been hiding for a little bit. We haven't seen him. Um, it could be FC Rage. It could be that he's in hibernation with the winter coming up in uh, in Chile, Scotland. But um, it is my absolute pleasure to introduce once again Talking Foot. John, John, how are you, sir? I'm very good, Nate. Thanks for having me on. It's been, yeah, like you said, it's been a while. Still kicking around, as you know, Discord. I'm always there. But, yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, a very active Discord. And uh, from the Discord, we've uh, like we mentioned John was over in, in Scotland for the weekend. But uh, obviously, Scottish John, <laughs> uh, you were involved <laughs> on both the Saturday and the Sunday. Um, do you want to just let the, the listeners know kind of what happened over the weekend with, with a few of the meetup? Yeah, it was great. So, John, obviously, foot coach and John came over to Scotland on Friday, stayed over with Chris, Grandpapa Mark, who you all know from the, the podcast. They came over on Saturday. We went to watch Nathan's team, Team Phil Swiss, play in the Cup. Unfortunately, we lost in penalties. Um, but yeah, it was a good day. Um, obviously, I had theatre in the evening, so I was away from my wife. But the guys went out for a bit of food in Perth. And then so, so, Saturday, Sunday, apologies, was the proper catch-up date. So there was um, Kirky for the Discord, myself, Caden, you, Nate, Grandpapa Mac, you know... Um, Ryan, our ex-pro, um, we all went to Edinburgh, played some absolute fun pool. Um, <clears throat> you were shocking, Nate, sorry. We <laughs> 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 played pool, played shuffleboard, had, had many beers, had grabbed some food, just had a bit of a chill-out time. Um, yeah, it was a really, really enjoyable weekend, catching up with some good friends. Yeah, no, it was really good. It was nice to see everybody again, and it, there's a few, quite a few from the Discord in Scotland, and it's, it's weird that we don't really seem to see each other, and John, you're the next college over with me, and I think I've not been since last time. So it's crazy how it, how how life goes. But no, a really good weekend. Um, few whiskeys, few beers that we had. So um, no, it was really good, and it's one of the benefits of the Discord is that you know you get to meet these people and do do things that we wouldn't normally do. So uh, great fun. It was good to see John coming over for that as well. Now. 
Talking foot, John, we have had weekend league in qualifiers. Obviously, we've had a busy weekend. I've not played. Um, I don't think you've played weekend league. But um, no. talk us through your qualifier experience, because we, we were chatting about this a little bit. Um, obviously, it's early game and, it, and everything's sort of settling down. But what is your experience at the moment with, with the qualifiers? Um, I think it's historical. And if you've listened to previous pods that I've been on, I've probably said the same thing. My mentality is what lets me down. So um, if you go to something like Rivals and it's unlimited, ultimately it wins relatively quite quickly. Don't really care. As soon as you put pressure and time restraints on me, I crumble. So at the moment, I am just two and two. Two wins, two losses. And I'm not pushing myself. I will play when I'm really confident or I feel in the zone. And if I don't feel in the zone, I won't. I'll just grind objectives and rivals. So at the minute, I'm sitting two and two and not being in weekend league yet. Yeah, no, that's that's a good way to do it though. Especially there's there's no point in rushing through it. And um, I I've still I've not done any weekend league in, in FC twenty four. I did my qualifiers and uh, I started off one four and one, and then I kind of thought, well, I, I'm just going to experiment now. I use it because obviously I'm in I'm in Division four, so I use it as a bit of a place to experiment as well and took the pressure off a little bit. I think I finished. Seven and three, maybe or six and four. I can't remember, but it, I didn't kick on very much from the four and one. But I tried different players, I tried different formations, I tried to see different things. And the way that, I know some people want that sort of is it 10 and 0 you go for? And I know there's that's a really good achievement, but I kind of see it that I can experiment because I'll get packs anyway. Um, if my experiment goes wrong, I might have been beaten by somebody that you know maybe needs a win, um, or is, you know needs that to qualify or whatever. So I quite enjoy that side of things, but you're right. The pressure is quite a lot because you kind of go, I need to win this because I need to get into weekend league. And I think the way you're doing it, having a little bit more of a laid back approach going, I'm going to do it when I'm ready rather than I'm going to horse through this and, and get my get my four wins, get my six wins, whatever your target is. I think that's puts a little extra pressure on yourself. And yeah. League every week is I think it's what has to be. I didn't do brilliant last year. Again, it was more getting qualified. Once I was in, I was fine. It was the getting in was the problem. Some weeks it's brilliant, some weeks it's not. I personally, I'm old school, I'm old school. I preferred a couple of FIFAs ago when you just got your 1250 points and you were automatically in. That was, for me, that was just fun because you got your points from playing your rivals, you automatically went into the, the champs slash weekend league and you just went along. It was great. And just the qualifying bit is a bit like, I personally don't like it because for me, and not just me, there'll be people at a lower level. So say you're a Div 10, Div 9 player, Div 8 player, right? That's as good as you are, but you still like EA Sports slash FIFA. Um, that's that's a, a part of the game that is actually out with your play. You won't get to play that side of the game. So it's fine for EA at other times to say, you've enough points now to enter qualifying, but you'll still never see weekend league or champs. So there's a big chunk of the game that's taken away from you purely down to skill. And I know there is that whole thing about um, skill level and champs is meant to be the, the elite, but you are actually taking a chunk of your player base and saying, you can't play this game. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. I mean, I can see both ways of it. I quite like the fact that the qualifiers give you some extra packs as well. And I, I really enjoy pack openings and watching pack openings. So from that side of things, I like that. But I, I totally see from from the... the the lower level players and um, trying to watch what I'm saying there, but from the lower level <laughs> players, like I do totally see that. And that's just... a problem. It's not a problem, sort of, but if you're listening to a podcast like we're doing now, or you're watching a YouTuber, or you're following a lot of streams, 
you're following generally or are involved at a probably a decent level of FIFA EA Sports. But yeah, that's what I'm just saying. It just means there is a player base that gets excluded from chunks of the game. But it is what it is. Got to yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and I'm sure you'll get there very soon as well. And yeah. for anybody else, you know, we'll do a, a shameless plug that, you know, foot coaching, if you are struggling to get there, then, you know, it's, it's Dan says it all the time. And, you know, a big advocate for it, not just because I, you know, I get involved in the coaching, but definitely worth learning the game more than it is buying, you know, 80 quid on points or whatever like that. Which will get you nothing anyway. Exactly. The pack weight's been well, I say that, the pack weight's been horrific, but I'll uh, I'll not go into pat looks. I think that people will just start cleaning off again. So. Right. Read the room, Nate. Need the room. <laughs> I know. I, I can't grumble this year, to be fair. But we have had quite a bit of content over the weekend and since uh, since Ingvi and, and Dan and Shaq recorded on Friday. Um I'm not sure how much you've managed to keep up with it, John, but we'll start with the, the new uh, WSL players. What what do you think about the, the three sort of objective players? Have you seen them? Yes, I have. I think, realistically, the, all these objective players, well, they may not make your first team, right? I think they're definitely worth doing because generally it's like play X games with two people. Dead easy to get in. It's chemistry. You can do it in squad battles if you want. Again, they're only four and a half, which is brilliant. And then you just fill in your club with potentially fodder for SPCs later or slash objective players for when there is another objective down the road. So I genuinely don't understand why anybody wouldn't be doing that. Yeah. The, I've just been having a wee look because on, on paper I'm a bit like meh for the three that came out. So we've had uh, Lena Hurtig as the Swede for Arsenal, uh, Maria Gomez from Brighton and Jess Carter um, from Chelsea. So, you know, Maria Gomez looks meh. To be honest, she's an 83 cm. Uh, Lena Hurtig, I thought on first glance, I was like, no, it's a winger, 85 pace, 85 shooting, decent passing and decent dribbling. But obviously, finesse and Travella play styles, they're no pluses, but nice play styles to have. But the more you look at her, like, especially for those now playing the 4 3 2 1, she's an excellent, like, an excellent uh, type for 4 3 2 1 as a, one of the, the sort of centre forwards because good passing, good pace. But jumping 99, heading 99, like, I love that. I absolutely love that. And we well, <laughs> Yeah, 5'11", so decent, 99, jumping 99, as you said, but composure is 68. Yeah. Aggression at 55. Do you know what? I generally don't see anybody generally using them outside of, again, objectives, or you're a WSL fan or you're an Arsenal fan. Um, absolutely. Just, I'll, I'll absolutely do them. I'll put them in the club. <laughs> And I'll use them somewhere down the road. Yeah, I mean, just to finish off, Carter though, uh, she's a centre back. Um, she's she's actually got decent stats ish. And the problem the problem is she is five foot five for a centre back. Yeah, I would like to see that challenge uh, Erling Haaland for a header. Like it's just, and it, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it's just a strange decision to bring a, a you know, if you want to work these players in like I get that but five foot five centre half just yeah. I suppose could you go a five at the back Nate and then move her in game to CDM you know Possibly. with that 90, yeah 91 passing you know um, great defensive awareness great strength <laughs> not very good vision but maybe just a sort of win the ball pass the ball on but again you're jiggling your team to try and but that's an option, and that's yeah. what I would play if I had her, realistically. You're not going to play CDX centre-back. No, you've got to be committed to that, don't you? 
Um, and we have also had one SBC who looks decent value, but let down uh, by the lack of play styles. And I think that's something that Ingby touched on. I mean, they've got quick step travel and rapid, but this Van der Sanden, uh, right yeah. mid winger, looks all right. Uh, 85 for, eight, I know 18k is quite a lot, but if you're a Liverpool or WSL fan, like there's, a, there's worse players that they could have brought out than this, I think. Yeah, again, I think it's 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 a shall we say fun card. Five six makes it quite low centre of gravity, so I'm sure it'll play past the nineties pace or feel faster than that. Um but again, from a passing point of view, um curve's not brilliant, composure's not brilliant. But there's not anything really wrong with it. It's just not anything that makes me want to go out and do it. But then like I said, not a Liverpool fan. So but again, Somebody to put your fodder, somebody to put your duplicates, you know, especially with all these packs that are untradeable and all your rewards that are untradeable. You know, like I said, you'll have a little bit of fodder that'll go in there. You'll be doing the, you'll be doing the card basically for free. So somebody to put your cards. Absolutely. Now, here's one that might divide people. It's actually really well looked at on, on Footbin. It's upvoted, really highly compared to downvotes. Uh, I was quite excited because I've said in the past, I quite follow the, the leaks. Declan Rice has come as an 87-rated uh, CDM, and obviously he's got his movement summer to Arsenal. Unfortunately, he's played really, really well for them. Um, I say unfortunately, obviously being a United fan. Um, my team, personally, has been crying out for just a pure CDM, just somebody that's going to break the play up and then you know pass it to, to Beckham that sits next to it. So I was quite excited to hear this leak. John, what's your initial thoughts on this card? I like it. I like it. I know there's been a few people in other, um, on Twitter X, whatever you want to call it, that have been a bit, oh, there's a couple of play styles that are missing. I think it's Jockey Plus people were looking for. I actually like it. Press Proven. Um, I, I, Kimmich, I think, has got it for my team, and, and it just seems to flash all the time. So I like it. It seems to work for me. But again, long ball pass, really good. Block, intercept, bruiser. I think it's very, very solid. And if you're in that price bracket and you're looking for a CM, the only other one with comparable stats, I would say, is um, Hero Marquez. So I don't think there's lots of other options out there. No, absolutely. And it's it, like you say, it's very solid. It's not going to be in your team for the next six months. Um, but it, it's solid. I mean, you put a shadow on him. It's, his uh, sprint seed's obviously split higher than his acceleration. But you put a shadow on him. He's going to be a defensive unit. And it's the sort of player, I think, if you know how to use him, he'll be very good. Yeah, and again, he's got that play style, regardless of your chemistry. It's mostly lengthy if he's got three chemistry. So, yeah, like you said, anchor, shadow, all these things, and he'll get that wee bit um, speed boost from the mostly lengthy. So, I think it's a solid all round card. Yeah, and 131k isn't the worst sort of value for it, because especially when we've had some some fairly pricey ones that, you know, I'm not going to delve too much into them, because I know we've moaned in the past a little bit about it, but. 130k could be better, could be worse. I don't think it's it's awful for, for this type of card, to be honest. No, I th- I think it'll be. Like I said, I like. It. I think this is sort of card. If you did, you'll have some duplicate fodder. You probably won't be using 130,000 coins to do it. So you'll bring the price down. Um, he'll be in your team, like you said, not forever, but you'll be in your team for a wee while, and potentially he'll stay in your team for future objectives where you need an English player or a Premier League player. I think you'll get a bit of use of him over the next couple of months for definite. Absolutely. Uh, just to finish off the content, well, the players drops, um, we've had the mini release uh, last night. Uh, Dante from Nice, 
Kerry Matoma from Brighton. We've had Jordan Henderson, who's obviously moved over to the Saudi League, and Gaia from Valencia. Have you looked at these? Is there any sort of standouts? Is there anyone you're thinking, what's the point in this player even being in packs? Like, what's your thought about the mini release? I'll, I'll be absolutely honest with being away yesterday and not getting back to quite late. It's not something I've really looked at. I did pack a Henderson, though, um, from whatever pack, a preview pack. I packed Jordan Henderson from a preview pack last night. Um, I thought, oh, he's new. So I didn't know there was some new players, but I've not had a proper chance to look at them. Nate, what's your thoughts? So Henderson and Dante, I think, stick out as being sort of for the, like Dante's 17,000. So they've got 70 pace. It's quite low, even at this stage of the game, although he's usually actually quite fun to use. Uh, Henderson looks just a bit of a neck guard. He's 12k. Yeah. Nothing there that like he's got decent passing, uh, but nothing there that I'm looking to go and get. However, I think that uh, we'll start with Gaia, who's sitting at 60k just now. I think Gaia looks pretty solid, to be fair. It's not the fastest, but solid dribbling, solid pace, decent ish passing. Uh, is brought down by his free kick accuracy. I mean, again, he's not someone I'm going to go out and spend 60k on, but there's not a lot of options because you've got Mendy in that league that's obviously. Hundred K right now, um, and then you're talking heroes. So we don't seem to have wonderful left backs just now. Um, so he looks well, okay. or, or right backs to be honest. Unless you're looking at like, so Walker, maybe a Cancelo, but yeah, Kaya's I would say just having a quick look there. Um, Seventy nine composure, possibly a small weak spot from him. Other than that, yeah, nice round card. Yeah, and then Matoma's sitting at one hundred ninety five K just now, which is fairly high in the market we're in. Um, he he looks pretty solid to be fair, but his strength and aggression's down. So you sneeze on him, he's going to fall over, and then he's going to apologise for you sneezing on him. Um, the rest of his stats are fairly decent to be fair, lowish reactions. But if you pack someone tradable, you wouldn't be complaining for sure. No, I don't think you would. And a lot of people did um, Fatty as well, and I think if he's done it right, Fatty can play right wing. So you could have Mitomoto on the left, Fatty on the right. You'll get those chemistry links. Um, so yeah. I certainly wouldn't, I wouldn't buy him, but if I packed him, look at trying to put him in my team, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think he'd be really fun. I think he'd feel really good on the ball as well. Um, yeah. So that kind of wraps up the players we've had. But we've also had an interesting, shall we say, um, uh, gamble pack. So 87 max hero pack. Uh, John, have you done it? Of course I've done it. Everybody does these packs. <laughs> how uh, how did you get on with it? Was it was it an absolute worldie that you got? No, but I wasn't too bad. It was Nakata. So yeah, so I've not got any Serie A players. Um, medium medium's probably a little bit, but yeah, he's valued at over hundred k. So I think for me that was a good return from my fodder. Um, certainly gives me options if I'm looking to change my squad around shortly. And um, he's actually apart from the medium medium, he's just a nice all round looking card. Absolutely, no, he does look good. I am very jealous. As we said earlier, my padlock has been decent this year. However, we were sitting in a taxi when this got released. I did it in the taxi from uh, the battle bar off to the restaurant. And I have to apologize to Kirky because I launched my phone across the taxi and it hit him because uh, <laughs> and I got Peter Crouch, who isn't who you want to see. But that saying that, I like I am a crosser, as, as I constantly say. He has acrobatic style, which is weird. So acrobatic playstyle plus, which is a strange one, but I'll give it a go. But he's also got power header and aerial, so I I might go back to four four two and just launch the ball at Peter Crouch because I think that can be quite fun. 
Um, I think Crouch is a fun player. I think that is it. He's not the meta-meta, but he's a fun player. If you could use him right, you could do some damage. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give him a go. Um, I'm not expecting world wonders or anything, but um, I've not got a lot of time to play, so I'm, I've kind of sold up most of my players to try and keep the coin. So could be, I was going to say it could be worse, but I don't actually think there probably is any worse players. However, we'll make it work. <laughs> yeah, you've got... I mean, this is it. I mean, you can't complain about your pack luck, so yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I'll, I'll, I'll keep quiet there. So um, that kind of rounds out the content, but... John, because we've not had you for a while on the show, um, one of the things I wanted to talk about is today is the uh, point of view of someone who's not aiming or, you know, you're not desperate to get towards Div 2, Div 1, Elite even. Like, how are you finding the game? Like, how do you approach it? What's your thoughts? And, you know, a lot of the pods, you know, we're fortunate we've got players in, in their Discord or, you know, I do listen to some other podcasts that, and they are all about, you know, we are getting as high up as quickly as we can and we want to be elite type players. And it's interesting for people listening, you know, people love the game, but they're, you know, they're not quite there at that sort of level. Um, so just, just, and obviously no disrespect to yourself, but you, you admit sometimes yourself, that's, you know, you're, you're Div 6 just now, is it? Yeah, yeah. Comfortably in Div 6, just blogging along. Absolutely. And you, you've said about so your, your approach to, uh, to qualify. So just kind of, how do you how do you approach kind of rivals and the game in general now that you're not you know you're not trying to max out as quick as you can up to to the elite sort of tiers? Um, probably, John will give me a round. I don't want to my games overly focused if that makes sense because I'm not aiming to get promoted. I'm aiming to get my eight wins. So I probably play aggressive, reckless sport, EA Sports or FIFA. Um, I think that's probably the best way to do it. And therefore, because I'm not pushing like historically the best I ever got was D2 I think it was a couple of years ago I was D3 last year as I'm getting older for those that don't know I'm in my 50s so I think I'm up at a reasonable level for my age and skill set um, so the thought though when you're in those levels is like Dan's referred to it before skill based matchmaking makes some of the objectives and some of that really quite challenging so for me this year I made that decision that if I, if I win and go on a win streak I won't throw it, I will go there. But because I play reckless, aggressive football um, and leave myself open at the back all the time, I do lose a lot of games. So I literally am. I generally get my eight rivals wins on a Thursday night or a Friday night. It's as simple as that. They're in, they're in the bank, and then I can spend the rest of the time doing objectives, some squad battles, because obviously, like I've said before, didn't play squad battles at all last year. But this year at four minute halves, I really don't mind. And, and it's because it's still early. There are objectives and rewards for doing squad battles. So that's how I'm looking at my game time now. And then when I'm ready, I'll dip in and out of qualifiers. So it's a nice, relaxed game for me because I'm not trying to go, I must get promoted. I must get to the next milestone. I just literally want to get my wins in, get them banked, and then have plenty of other time to do other stuff in FIFA. I still call it FIFA. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard, isn't it? Um, so how do you deal? So obviously, like, you know, we, we chat on the Discord and, and whatnot. When things aren't going your way, say you go on a four-game losing streak, or, like, how do you cope when you've played a game of FC24, FIFA, whatever we call it, but, like, you know that you've made a mistake or you're playing in a certain way and then you get caught? Do you have a bit of, Do you take, get a little bit angry? Do you just go... <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I, it's what it is. Like, how do you kind of deal with that? 
This show is sponsored by Car Money, the car finance ninjas, fighting to make cars affordable and accessible for everyone, no matter your financial situation. Nikki, the car finance ninja here, compares the top car finance lenders in both the UK and Australia to get you the best possible price so you don't have to, and they can get you approved fast. All you need to do is choose your new car and drive away happy. Get in touch with one of their friendly ninjas and start your car finance journey today. I can't, yeah, I, I do sometimes because even though I, I, I know I play reckless esports, um, and I, 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 you know, it's all about keep that back line, keep that base four in the line, but I do still chase with my centre back, I do still chase with my full back, even though I know not to. Most of the defeats, therefore, are, I, I literally know it is my fault, but sometimes you look at the stats and you'll go, right, oh, XG was five for me and one for them, and I lost 2 1 or I lost 2 0, and you're like, oh, what the hell? This game's, it's not the game, it's me. But yeah, so if I go on a large um, losing streak, yes, I get sort of, oh, this game's rubbish, my team's rubbish. Um, but realistically, once I calm down, it's not the game, it's me. So as we've got past the first couple of weeks, because early access, holiday to New Zealand, etc., etc. Yeah, I've churned in the games and now I'm just at the stage of actually I'll jump on. I know I'll lose three or four games on the trot. I don't get upset at that. If I lose 10 on the trot, I get a bit more upset because I think I'm better than that. So I think there's that whole aspect now that I've made the decision. I'm not super focused on getting promotion. If promotion comes, it'll come. If it doesn't come, it doesn't really matter. And as long as I get my eight wins, for rivals, that's all I'm looking for. And because I speed, or maybe five or six games on the bounce, and you might win two, lose three, lose four, whatever. I'll, you know, I think I'm already at eighty-four games for the out of the ninety for the cycle. So, this is win-win. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh, I'm, I'm in absolutely no doubt that, that sooner or later you're going to make it into into the champs. Um, are you the sort of person that when you do get there, will you say, right, I want to get six wins, I want to get nine wins, I want to, you know, you know what, I'm actually going to batter people into submission and get 14 wins. Like, how are you going to, or how do you feel? No, because no, when I do go into champs, I, I, I know that because, like, last year the base was D3 and the year before was D2, and that there is that block of it. You have to have points and you have to qualify, right? So from that point of view, I realistically know when I go into something like champs, the odds are most people I will play will be to a potentially better level than me. Therefore, yeah, there's a wee bit of... If I didn't get six, there's something wrong. If I can get nine, great, because that's probably where I, I would normally sit. I've not had 11 wins for a few FIFAs. I, had, I used to get 11 wins, but again, I play sloppy Sports. <laughs> You've seen my footage, Nathan. <laughs> Do you know what I? Yeah. So I'm trying to be much more relaxed now about the whole game experience. Yeah. I'm older, don't have great reactions. The more skill moves, the more play styles, the more things, the more buttons you've got to press. I can't do it. You know, I don't have time finishing because it's something I have to think about. I know John gets me around for that. I don't use the new passing, you know, the square and the dot. I don't use any of that because it's more buttons to press. It takes me, I'm old school. I'm sensible soccer. <laughs> it's four buttons. I pass, shoot, tackle, run. You know, that's how I play my, that's how I play my EA sports. 
the minute you start saying send them on a run by pushing another or take a fin out, it's like oh, that's two buttons I've got to press, and my brain just goes, Ugh. you know. So in squad battles, that's all fine. You've got all the time and well, not all the time. You've got lots of time when you're in competitive rivals or champs. For me, you don't get time, right? So I've got to keep the game very simple. So for me, it's pass, shoot, tackle, run, and I don't use lots of the mechanics. So I'm at a small disadvantage. Except that was that was something else I was I was kind of have lined up to ask you so you kind of come onto that naturally. So obviously, like we've seen in the, the, the early parts of the game, that you know Travellas are still very overpowered. Uh, finesse shots with the right play styles are, are overpowered. Um, Whip crossing is very very good. So we've seen these mechanics brought in. Um, how and obviously the R one dribbling, um, especially you know people get to the byline R one dribble cut back. So. Because you're not gunning for everyone through every means possible, you've kind of said you keep it simple, you don't overly use the mechanics and stuff. How do you approach that? So either do you look at, you know, what we say in the Discord, what people are chatting to you about, what YouTube, do you say, right, this is a technique I must try and incorporate then because this is so good. Do you go, I'm playing no. against this person, it's exploiting no. that, I can't stand no. that. Like, how do you approach that? Oh, that, that, that sometimes annoys me, like um, when you see people do try the kickoff goal, you know, the, it's, it's um, kickoff back to the, the midfielder who takes a step back, then lobs it over the top to the runner. I'm a bit like, oh, come on, you absolute rat. <laughs> <laughs> corner, corner technique, Nathan, thank you. Do you know, when, when I see people doing that sort of thing, or they can R1 dribble at the byline, I sometimes go, oh, fuck. Beep, beep, because you're like, oh, you just a rat. They're not. They're using the mechanics to win the game, and everybody wants to win. Nobody wants to lose, right? Um, but yeah, I, I give away far too many penalties because they're dribbling quite nicely in the box, and I'm spamming tackle like an old man. Do you know, I, I'm aware of it. Some of it does really annoy me. Um, four, three, two, one. Not so much this year. Tactics are a bit more mixed this year, but sometimes I'm like, um, I think, oh yeah, you're just an absolute. You've watched YouTube, you've watched, you know, streamers. You're just doing what everybody else is doing. I play wing play, right? I think I showed you a heat map the other day, right? I cannot play through the middle, right? I just lose the ball, get congested. I literally go down the wing. I don't cross properly. I do go to the line and I and I cut back, but I don't R1. Because, again, that's another button to hold and press. And it's like, no. No, I literally to winger, winger back to striker, striker across to the the four four two to the other striker, striker puts it in the net. That's pretty much how I, I work it. Yeah. I play my way. I don't do whip crosses. I've not scored a single corner from across this year. I just got my way of playing FIFA, pass shoot, tackle run. And I've realised as I've got older, that's the way I play my FIFA. It's you know, but I've had people around like, you know, Caden of the Discord comes around on a Monday. And they're like, oh, you pass people to death. I don't pass people to death. Um, I just try and hold the ball, pass the ball when I think the time is right to create space because I don't have a skill move. I don't have a move that I can do to beat a player. So I have to beat a player by passing and moving. So that's how I do it. No, I I think it's quite important that we kind of show this other side to it as well because, you know, I, I, I don't exploit the better per se, but... I'm aware of it and there are times I'll try it and I know I know a lot of people are driven by getting these mechanics and, and, and perfecting that. So it's quite good to see that sort of other side to it, I think. And it's quite important for people listening to think, right, you know, we're not all doing 
this thing. There is the variety and likes of formations. But, but you're right. If you if you want to pick, if you want to learn the game, yeah, there's lots of stuff out there. YouTube streamers, all that sort of stuff. As we've already alluded to yourself, Artyom, John, fantastic coaches. Analyze your game, tell you what you're doing wrong, give you some steps, progress, and that's where I've come from. Um, I've had a couple of coaching sessions from John and yourself, right? My passing has got better when I'm focused. Like I said previously, the problem is I tend not to focus because I'm not pushing myself to progress. Um, but that's where people say, oh, you pass a lot. It's like, I don't pass. I, I, I do the basics of the game. That yeah. side, I don't do the basics of defending because I'm lazy, right? <laughs> There's no other way to describe it. But, but I do think for other people out there, you've got to realise that we all can't be elite. We all can't be D1 and D2. We will be around D3. There will be other people. My brother-in-law's a great guy. He'll be a D7 player. Do you know what I mean? These things happen because you have to find your level, but we can all improve. And if you want to improve, there's things you can do right now. I just want to jump on and have fun. When I want to win games, but I have to accept the way I play, I will lose games to win games. So. No, that makes a lot of sense. That's, that's a good way to think about things. So we'll, we'll, we'll kind of move on from that, but still play, it's still same within sort of the gameplay side of things. So the patch land, landed the back end of last week. Um, I think Dan had said he's never seen a list so long in terms of the, the, the notes that they were trying to tweak, amend, change, whatever. Um, now that it's had a bit of time to settle, how have you found it? Has there been a lot of change, do you think, or, or how do you say it? Um, if I'm honest, I don't think I'm seeing that much of it. There must be. And like you said, it feels like with the list of changes, it almost we were playing like a, a beta rather than a released game. Um, but maybe it's because I had all my rivals and all my rivals wins last Thursday. I've only really been doing objectives, so and then obviously we were out Friday, Saturday, you know, Sunday. Um, so I've not personally, I've not seen huge amounts, but I've read lots. And I've seen people saying defending is better, goalkeepers are better. Um, once I get in, I'm on holiday this week. Once I get in and play some more games, maybe get a better feel for myself. But at the minute, I'm just seeing small improvements. I'm not seeing anything for me that's like meta changed. What about you? Yeah. Um, the, the defending, I think, definitely feels better. Um, I think the R1 dribbling, while it's still effective if you do it right, I don't think it's like a cheat anymore. I think certain players with it beforehand, you could pretty much not dispossess, um, especially to get the cutback goal. So I'm finding it a little bit easier. I've, I've not played extensively, but I think that's a big thing. Goalkeepers, I haven't noticed because goalkeepers are goalkeepers every game. Sometimes they will be unreal. Um, I had well, I had a game against Allison where I batted the guy, and I I've got precision shooting turned on. Uh, I was green timing, and the guy just it was unreal. Like he did use a bit of goalkeeper movement, which I was it's one of my weaknesses because I just hit wherever he's moving. I'll be like, take the ball, here you go, pal. Um, <laughs> but there's also have goalkeepers that literally have pop it on pop it on hands and just let the ball in. So I I can't say the keepers have have made much of a difference. Um, I think. <laughs> one of the corner techniques I've been using doesn't seem to be as effective, but some of that might be because I'm using pretty terrible players. Oh, I was using pretty terrible players, but now that Big Crouch is going to go in, maybe I'll score a few more corners. Um, it doesn't feel too different, I have to say. Uh, the the menus is still annoying me, um, the objectives bit especially. Uh, yeah, the red dot, it's almost like you've got to back out, you go back in to see the red dot where you're yeah. going to claim objectives. It's literally, you do them and you don't tell you that they're done. It's, yeah, it's, it's frustrating. And I, I think, to be honest, uh, 
it's probably it might be a personal thing, but I'd like it to be a little bit more obvious where the completed objective is. Um, sometimes you can scroll through all the menus and, and even then you miss it. So I, that's not been changed too much. Uh, web app, the guys were saying as well. So I, I don't think for, for the amount of changes, I don't think I've seen an awful lot to say this is mental. Um, I like the fact that they did pick up so many things though. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not by any means saying, you know, well done EA, you've made a game that needed all these changes. Um, but we are, we're very quick to criticize. So I think it's good that they've identified it and they've not been, like, you know, the guys are saying communication's been poor from EA, which it has been with special issues, but they've not tried to sneak some of these fixes in. We'll say fixes loosely because I haven't noticed a lot, but that that was a comprehensive list. And I think it kind of, you have to say that was okay from them to say, we've noticed or we've had feedback that these things need change or that's not right. It's not working how we want it to. So I'm not against them making a big change like that, especially because the game doesn't feel like you've now gone to, you know, FIFA 23 again, like some people thought we'd have such a big step back. So yeah, I think I think you're right. The, the changes are, are small and necessary, um, but hopefully it's not mechanic breaking or game changing, sorry, where you feel like the game that we played two weeks ago is a different game that we're playing tomorrow. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. No, so uh, I'm, I'm not by any means yay loving right now, but at the same time, I think that we've kind of got to give credit where credit's due. Um, just before we get on to our uh, Monday well, Tuesday for those listening, uh, when it's released at 6 o'clock on Tuesday. Um, is there anything either in the next patch or anything that you've noticed in FC24 so far that you wish was changed, was better, was you know weakened? Not just talking about gameplay, you know, it could be some of the, the content we're getting. It could, it could be anything, but what's your wish list, John? I think content-wise, it's difficult because you've got to watch the power curve, right? So people... There's two camps, right? You've got the purpose not those two camps. People want everything now and they want an upgrade today, they want another upgrade tomorrow, they want somebody to put the fodder, so on and so forth. And I get that. But if you go to watch that we're already got like we've got a ninety one Modric, we've got a ninety two Lewandowski, ninety two Haaland, right? We've got a, a team of the a team team of the week upgrade in Salah, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. If we don't watch, we'll be pushing it everybody will be pushing out those nineties very, very quickly. And then there's very little place to go. Right, and it also becomes that case of like you just get a player and you want to try him, but realistically you're then looking to replace him instantly, and it's that continual push to get the next best thing. So there has to be a small balance. You you need to have you probably call it every release. Nate, there's probably three or four great players, and the rest is what you would what we all call fodder. They'll take them. They're not you know they'll go on an SBC. They'll go on an objective. Whatever. We have to get that balance right, and I just think we need to watch that power curve. So, um, I'm not overly upset that we're not getting huge amounts of new players, um, and the new players that we're getting are maybe not long-term new players. But that I think needs to be manageable for the the the, the game. So I'm in the camp of actually it's not a bad thing not to get new players every single day. Every, but that's just my way of looking at it. Otherwise, we'll all be running around at the end of the game. With, what's the point? Because this player's as good as the next player, and it was, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of the end stage of the game. I always prefer the start of the game where one player can make a difference if you pack that one player. But there is that bit. How do you upgrade your team? Yeah. If there's no way to put your fodder without buying packs, and we don't want to keep buying packs, and um, so there is that side of it. So where do I put my fodder? Where is that SPC that says? We're talking about how good Declan Rice is, but we're not talking about longevity of Declan Rice. Where's that player I put my players into 
that I will have and use for a long time. But realistically, there are very few now of those players that you will use for a long time. Yeah, no, you're 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 spot on with that. To be honest, I think I think for me, um, they touched on it the last. Well, I think both shows last week we touched on it. Is you know these sort of puzzle packs and this sort of menu grind. So I'm I'm one of those few that's not against the pricing of Sun because I think Sun's we've seen some comparisons even in our Discord where they say you know Sun's got X amount of in-game stats and this player that only costs thirty k has these in-game stats. Now we we've had this discussion over the weekend in person. Stats for me are they're not meaningless, but they're also not as effective as they were last time. I think direct comparisons now is a thing of the past, in my humble opinion. I think the play styles have such a big impact on things, so that's the way it's going. So, Son for me, you could actually this player of the month would last you through to to team of the season. Uh, sorry, team of the year. My bad. Uh, it's you know sort of January time. If if so, but yeah, I know people like to change things up, and there will be the other player that comes in that position. Which is fair, but I think you could actually run him now through to you know Christmas quite comfortably. So seven hundred. Yeah, because he has he has key stats in the right place with good play styles. So it's not something you're looking to constantly replace. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. If someone comes out that blows you away, then fair enough. But so I'm not against the player because if you if you play from now until Christmas, you could probably I, I don't know, I don't actually know how many games you get, but say you could get four hundred games out of him. It's not dreadful. Like let's be honest, you know, even more the. Some people probably get a thousand games out of him like easily, uh, especially if you're a Sun or a Spurs fan. So I think that's fine. I just want more of a grind to get packs, not even packs so you can get the best players because, you know, we all want the best players, but I want a way to get the fodder easier. Um, you know, 83's, Nishan's just put into our, our chat, 83's are discards. Like, how is that the case in, what, where are we? October? October, yeah. So that's just wild. Like, 83's and 84's used to be prime trading fodder so that is all very strange but you're right I think I think we've been conditioned to want more um, and we've been lucky and we've been spoiled at the same time so I am very quick to moan but I, th- I think it's a change of uh, change of mindset required yeah I think we all do it's it's, na- it's nature isn't it you're sitting there with some duplicates and you think I've nowhere to put them well actually you probably do have somebody to put them you just don't want to put them in there right and then your other thought is well I've got no packs so there is a player I want Son, how do I get the fodder to do it? And it's like, so, because there is no packs to open because there's no tradable packs or the packs are spread across the milestones, maybe not quite where you're getting them all in today, but you'll need to get that pack tomorrow or next week. And But everybody wants the now. Oh, Son's there now. How? Why can't I grind enough fodder to do him now? Because there's no league SBCs or there's not enough packs or there's not enough objectives or there's not enough. And I think sometimes it's like, because again, we all want it now. We don't want to do Son next week. We want Son today. And I think sometimes you just need to be, you know, I, I don't remember FIFA 15 or 14 or 13, right? Um, but you talk about people talking about they had goal cards that were in this team, that person was in their team for the whole cycle, right up to the very, very end because they were meta or whatever. That's not the case anymore. The, the horse is bolted. You can't go back, but everybody just demands everything now. I want now. I want the upgrade now. I want a fodder dump now. I want new packs now to put my fodder that I don't have into something that I don't want. It just becomes a vicious circle. Just slow down. Just what do you want? What do you want? Yeah, no, I totally appreciate that. So, no, that's a good way to go, um, I think. But moving on, John. Um, are you? Is it going to be you, or is it going to be me that has to do the Wimby X Factor uh, audition for this? It'll be you, of course. Okay, so we will start with formation and review. 
there we go. Uh, I'll be I'll be here all week. So if you want an autograph, come and find us. Um, but just, um, just so we chat about you know any formations you you either use, you come up against, you're liking, or you want to try. Um, I am pretty much set into John's from the Foot Coach Ends Discord only four four two. Um, I was playing a variation of four four two before. I tried um, a couple of other people's off other YouTubers slash content creators, four triple twos that play this style, etc. etc. Um no, I went to John's four four two and it's just for me. It's worked really, really well. It's not perfect for for everybody, and but for me it's it's made such a difference. I've been tighter defensively, and that's to do with the width that we, we know we use for that to stop the through balls. Um obviously the downside is crossing people get the wing play, but for me it's worked really well, really solid in midfield. Um, again, I've changed my midfield around um, and I'm using Kimmich as my box-to-box. So it's not about the pace, it's about that pace proven. He just takes the ball and moves the ball when people are trying to close him down. It works really well. Like I said, I played down the wings a lot, so the two wide men really help, or ladies in my case, because I think I've got two ladies on the wing. Um, and then I've got a couple of five-star, a five-star and a four-star up top, which I think is the key thing. You've got to have that. For me, three-star a week is no use. I can't work on a three-star weak foot. I don't think about which foot's the right foot. I literally have, the ball comes to me and I have to shoot. So I just need it to, to be there. But for me, that 4 4 is really, really balanced. Scoring more goals than I've ever scored. Not conceding any more than I used to concede. So it's getting me more wins. So for me, it's that 4 4 And I've just got different variations. So if I'm losing a game, I increase, I go up and I just increase the depth a little bit. Do you know what I mean? It's things like that I maybe put... Um, tweak, I don't tweak the striker positions because they are what they are, but I've maybe sometimes put straight mid, um, fullbacks on the balance and another really attacking version so the depth goes up and the fullbacks go to balance because I'm chasing the game. So, but for me, it's just 4 4 2. Ideal. No, that's good. So I've been a big advocate for that as well. Um, I think I've mentioned it a few times recently. So, um, the one that I want to try is a new one, um, the 4 2 1 3. Um, I think that's been that's been fantastic so far. You, I like you say, I'm a wing. I like my wing play as well. Um, but having the two sort of holding midfielders, the one cam, so the, the, there's a bit of a gap. But with the right instructions, the cam can kind of come deeper. Um, but he also gets forward a lot. The wingers are great because you can make it wide, but you can also get them to be a bit more narrow and play in and off the striker as well. So that's been a really good good uh, good discovery. It's a new formation this year. Uh, I think that's been been tremendous. I think you're going to sorry, you're going to share those tactics in the Discord. Um, I can share them. Um, they're they're not actually mine. I have borrowed them off somebody else's with a few tweaks to myself. But I will happily use to them because it's I I like having different formations. Um, I know that you know from the coaching head of me, it's you know pick formations that are good to you and match them. But I also find the game fascinating when you can try all these different ones. And I think. I've been thinking even now, now that I've packed Crouchy, I might actually try five at the back um, and try and play a fast one. <laughs> I'm not going to use a five at the back, but try and play like a fast striker and a big striker. Um, and then I'll do Rice with Bob Beckham, Rice and De Bruyne in the middle, which might be quite a nice creative trio um, with the blocker as well. So I might give that a go. It might it might be a disaster. Knowing me, it'll be a disaster. No, at all. Can I ask a question for it? We see when you go down to <clears throat> ten men, because yeah. I'm aggressive in the tackle. What formation do you go to then? I usually keep a four four two then, but just have one striker. Ah, uh, I go yeah. to four. I go to four two three zero. 
it should be four two three one. But I drop the striker. You just use the three cams. See, I would take the middle cam out if I was to do that. No. I would take the middle cam out. So you've still got that bit of a gap, but you need to have a, have somebody up there so you've got a chance of, of scoring. Just one that it's just interesting if what other people give us a message, drop us a note. What are you doing when you go down to ten men? Absolutely great shout. Um finally our last segment of today, uh John, it's clear in review. What has it been a standout player or you know uh, contrasting, has it been a horrific player that you've used that's either overpriced, been rubbish, somebody that you're like, and well, I need to keep them in my team for the next four weeks? Like, anyone special? There's a couple of things I'd call out. Um, on the John mentioned a couple of weeks ago in the pod about Lewandowski, I brought Lewandowski in, the man can finish. I just got the gold, the man can finish. Brilliant. But for me, it's Morgan. I know she's been talked about a lot on social media. I just find Alex Morgan, five star a week for um, finesse. Playstyle Plus just is in the right place at the right time. I think she's got plus 90 composure. I'd have to double-check that. Um, I just find she's so clinical for the way I play, especially that winger to striker to other striker. Five-star weak foot. Honestly, 30,000 coins, 32,000 coins, something like that, 89 rated. I don't understand why, nobody, why everybody isn't using her. Yeah, she's got 91 composure. I mean, her, yeah. her dribbling's excellent. Her pace is the only thing that maybe let her down. But again, this game doesn't seem to be fully, especially as a striker, pace isn't everything. Shooting's cracked, so apart from long shots, yeah. Very solid card for 37k. 37 uh, now, yeah. It's obviously cut back up. I'm sure it was down a little bit. But again, that that's 37,000. It's nothing, really. No, it's not at all. It's a very, very, very strong shout. And, and yeah. I would say um, my 85-rated fatty is on the bench. Good, because I think I was calling you a bit of a sheep for doing that. Over there. <laughs> it's like a few months. <laughs> well, this is the man that plays five at the back of that formation. Uh, that. <laughs> I haven't actually done that yet. It's just yeah. it's, a, it's a, a thing in my head. <laughs> and what about I, you, Nathan? I am going to go with another striker. Um, one that I never went out thinking I was going to go and use, but... Um, I've packed an untradeable Mario Gomez hero. Um, I can't remember what pack it was from. I think it, it was just a bog standard boring pack, I think. Um, he is currently 60k on the market. He's an 88 rated striker. His pace is at 83 with a pretty crap um, split. He's only got 79 acceleration and 86 sprint speed. But shooting is cracked. But again, I am a big advocate for this. He has the power header trait. <laughs> I think that's so much fun. So launch balls into him. His agility and balance isn't great, but once you're aware of that, you don't use him for dribbling. He's a big target man. You can sort of play into him, play off him. He's six foot two. Um, he has got high and average build, so he's not going to be, you know, twist and turn and getting everywhere. But get him in the box. It's a bit, I think, like with Lewandowski, like you, you find him, you'll, you'll bury the chance. Um, I think he's played 36 games and he's scored 26 goals or something like that, plus his assists. So not bad in before so um for someone i never expected to quite enjoy yeah so he's, he's been really good fun um so I would, if, if you need an a bundesliga or a german striker and you don't want to break the bank for somebody he's he's actually going to be oh i find him very very good brilliant yeah he, he does look nice there's no getting away from it mate. you know like you said six six two nine, 85 jump in but he's obviously got the height anyway but the heading actually at 91 with a power plus heading yeah really good Absolutely. So, so one that I don't think I've ever really, I don't think I've ever used him even. Um, I've definitely not been an advocate for him, but definitely worth a shout. So, 
With that, John, I am wary that you also have plans today. Uh, you've stepped in to, to help us get the pod out, which has been phenomenal. So thank you so much for that. No, no um, thanks for having me. Where can people find you? In the Discord, which is a great place to be. And uh, talking foot and on Twitter, which I'm not as active on anymore, um, but I'm still there and will pick up any messages at talking foot. Perfect. Yeah, that's a good shout for the, the Discord. Uh, Patreon.com slash foot and review. Um, you get a host of benefits. You, you know, certain tiers get you access to trading shows, to um, to coaching as well, to even to some merchandise as well. So there's a free trial on at the moment. I think it's a seven day free trial you can sign up for. Um, come in, say hello, see if you like it. Hopefully you do, and you'll stay. Uh, I'm in there more than I probably should be. Uh, I'm NJ Down, same as on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Um, just thanks to everyone again that that came to the meetup. It was really good seeing everybody. Thanks to everybody for listening in. The chat's going wild in Discord. Um, I think it may possibly be uh, John and Dan on Friday. Um, Ingby, I'm sure, will be there or thereabouts. It'd be quite good to have the gaffer, the, well, the two voices of the pod, <laughs> John and yes. Dan, uh, doing that as well. So that'll be quite interesting. Not sure if there'll be a trading show released this week. Um but, you know, come and find us, ask questions, you know, social media, whatever. Um, that's been, you know, we're always active uh, between us. So keep an eye out for some of the content as yeah. well. And the good thing is you get access to the coaches, you get access to John himself, the, the owner, group, director, whatever you want to call him. There's no, it's not a case of you have to be special tiers to speak to these people. Everybody speaks to everybody in our Discord and our social media. Exactly. So keep an eye on uh, the foot and review um, or the foot coaching uh Twitter, Instagram as well. We're really active on there just now. So have a look, give a like, give a follow, everything else. Um, but with that said, there's just one thing to do, John. Drop it. We are going to drop it. Drop it. F-U. 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 F-U.